Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug. I'm Darren Miller. And I'm Travis Helwig. Welcome to our easy, dumb preview of our very first game of the MLS season, LAFC versus the LA Galaxy, which takes place this Saturday at 6.30 p.m. at the Rose Bowl. You can watch it in person or on Apple TV+. And just a reminder, after the game, we will be live on our YouTube channel about 10 minutes after the post-game call-in show. You can find the link to that in our show notes. Darren, after our first episode, some of our listeners have requested some more banter up top. And so, Darren, King of the Casuals, how was your week? Oh, well, it's going well. My parents are visiting. My wife's out of town, so they're helping take care of the kids. It's been fun. I took the week off of work, so it hasn't been too intense. But all in all, doing pretty well. Can't complain. How about you? I'm doing great. That seems like enough banter. Darren, why don't you start the show? Sounds great. As we all know by now, I'm always busy raising a beautiful and loving family, as I just mentioned, and Travis, well, isn't. Since I don't have time to learn every little detail about LAFC before the game, every week I make Travis, a man with no real hardship in his life, explain to me the storylines for this week's game in a segment we like to call Storylines. I once again want to thank the TikTok text-to-song feature for that incredibly hard-to-understand jingle. I wake up in the middle of the night with that stuck in my head. Darren, here are the storylines for this Saturday's game. I don't care 
what those bearded weirdos in Portland and Seattle say. LAFC versus the Galaxy is the biggest rivalry in the league, hands down. There's a reason the MLS wanted us to play at the Rose Bowl on the very first day of the season. It's the league's marquee matchup. And there's yet to be a single game between these two teams that was boring. If you've never been, and I, you know, I know you have, but if a listener has never been, the atmosphere at these matches is wild. There's not a sporting event in LA that feels this intense and loud. I'm pretty sure, honestly, there's never been a low scoring game between these two teams. It's always like pure chaos with 14 goals scored in extra time. It's pure MLS, crush it up, snort it. It's this Saturday, baby. We're getting to it. Oh man, I'm so excited. This is awesome. (laughs) So the rivalry is called El Trafico, which is an LA-specific play on El Clasico, the famous rivalry between Barcelona and Real Madrid. And now I just want to say something, Darren. There are people in the LAFC community that do not like the name El Trafico. They try to call it the Clasico Angelino or the LA Derby or some other dumb shit. And no disrespect to those people, but shut the fuck up, okay? It's called El Trafico. Just call it El Trafico, you dorks. It's fun. It's stupid. Who cares? It's embarrassing that we're trying to make it something like self-serious or whatever. Just let it be fun. It's fun. It's okay. Something. What's what's the problem? I I love that name. They don't like that it's like goofy. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Get a life, I guess. Yeah, some things have bad names. It's okay if you don't like my name's <laughs> Travis Helwig. I don't like that name, but everyone calls me that, so it's my fucking name. This isn't one of those things with a bad name, though. I guess that's where I stand. This is a yeah, great it's, name. It's funny. It's stupid. I like it. Okay, so the main storyline of El Trafico is always El Trafico because the rivalry between these teams has been intense from the moment LAFC was founded. Our fans started calling the LA Galaxy the Carson Galaxy because their stadium is all the way down in Carson, which is less of a city and more of an oil field. And they in turn started calling us Chivas 2.0, which takes a little bit more explaining. So Darren, LAFC is technically a rebrand of a failed expansion franchise in the MLS or in MLS that folded back in 2014 called Chivas USA. Chivas was a huge embarrassment for the league. It was a franchise of a Mexican club, which already isolated about 95% of the LA fan base who wasn't fans of that Mexican club. They played in the Galaxy Stadium in Carson to almost no one. So when the team shuttered in 2014, MLS realized they fucked up, immediately started planning to build a stadium downtown and rebranding a team that spoke more clearly to Los Angeles. And clearly it worked. But here's the thing with the Chivas insult, because I didn't follow the league in 2014. So it doesn't affect me at all. I, like, I don't think the majority of LAFC fans did either. So I'm like, I don't know. You could call me whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Do they think, do they think that they're like, we're the, the fan base that is the same fan base of like, we know your hidden past kind of thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't fully. It's like saying like, you're a member of the Whig party. It's like, I know that's a thing. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Also, there's like a whole like corporate behind the scenes book to read to understand where they're what the insult is. I don't need like to read Moneyball to to get this jab. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, the other thing that I love about it though is that 
if Chivas USA is the insult or Chivas 2.0 is the insult and they're the worst team in the history of the MLS, what you're actually saying is my team is worse than Chivas. I consistently get beat by Chivas. I can't get the fans that Chivas had. I am worse than that team. And I kind of like, like, should we embrace it? Chivas is better than your fucking team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't think we're that infallible that they couldn't come up with something better than that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid they it's find just, out we so, don't like El Trafico. It's as sad as the LA Galaxy, I suppose. <laughs> so back to the actual game. I just wanted to say that the Chivas thing is, it's like, okay, sure. you can call me whatever no, you I'm want. Glad Fine. You did. I also, yeah, we both also like soccer. Let's talk about it. Okay, so in the five years, this will be our sixth season coming up, but in the five years we've been in the league, there's already been two playoff El Traficos, and LAFC has won both. But the truth is, in the regular season, the LA Galaxy do have our number. Of the 13 regular season Traficos so far, we've only won twice, which is a number that scares me. They've won six times. To this day, we've never won an away game, El Trafico. But this away game is going to be very different. And not just because it's going to rain at the Rose Bowl, which brings us to the second storyline of this game. The L.A. Galaxy fan base is in absolute shambles right now. The supporters of the team, the supporter groups of the team whose only chant is L.A. Galaxy for 90 minutes. They just say (laughs) L.A. Galaxy back and forth are boycotting all games until the team fire president. Chris Klein is the president of the L.A. Galaxy. It's all sort of too complicated. I never put that together. Is it the guy from American Pie? <laughs> Isn't that his name? Yeah, I think so. Bef- cool. They're well, boycotting the team until they fire Stifler. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all too complicated to get into, but the Galaxy front office has sort of coasted for a long time on being the LA team that people wanted to go to. But the last decade, they haven't really been able to build a winning roster. Chris Klein has been in charge for the last decade. And now that they're playing in LAFC shadow, Galaxy fans are furious and the front office is still digging in. They signed Klein to a multi-year extension. And so there's a very real possibility that this supposed home game at the Rose Bowl for the Galaxy will actually just be a massive crowd of LAFC fans, which, to be honest, it probably would have been anyways. MLS and Apple TV have a lot riding on this game, but there's a very real chance that if you tune in to watch the game, you're going to think only one team has fans in Los Angeles. Well, if that's the case, then that's the case, you know? You're going to think whatever the truth is, because you're going to see the truth right in front of you. It is like, I, I, you know, this is always like an anecdotal, stupid question, but do you have you ever seen anyone wear like a galaxy hat on the street? Mm, I, I, I can count. I can count the times on one hand, I would say. Yeah. And I see LA everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Also, well, I mean, like, it's cool. It's actually, I mean, if you're a galaxy fan, like. Come be an LAFC fan. What's, what's the problem? Like, you are absolutely welcome to change sides. We have a great experience here. We have a great team. Just come root for them with us. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot more satisfying. You get to see a team win, which is like, you know, what you're hoping will happen when you watch a sport. That, you know, it's, it's know. funny you say that because 
The Galaxy also often say that all LAFC fans are like plastics that switched from the Galaxy to LAFC. But the truth is, the LA, the LA Galaxy product was so bad, none of us wanted to watch the team. And LAFC came around, and it was a much better experience. I tried to be a fucking Galaxy fan when I moved here. I went to one game, and it was boring as shit, and the stadium was 90 minutes from where I lived. Like, I'm yeah, not going to do, do that. that. Why would I do that? I grew up in Boston where I would already had to do that to go to Foxborough to see the Revolution play. Hey, Darren, like, this okay, is fine. the second fucking episode in a row you've brought up Boston. And I swear to God, I won't do this podcast with you anymore if you keep doing it because you know how much I hate Boston. <laughs> the worst city on the planet. I didn't do it last episode. The worst city on the planet, full of the worst people, the worst dressed people. I'd rather be in Indianapolis than Boston. You piece oh, of man. fucking trash. You racist motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, no. Having to drive to a, a far, far away to a stadium that is poorly outfitted for an MLS team or for your MLS team. Like, there's no there's nothing you can do. Like, it's, you're not that's not worth doing. I was a fan of the MLS in general when I moved to LA. Like uh, there was nothing to, there was nothing worth rooting for. There was not yeah, worth rooting not- for the Revolution. Was not worth rooting for the LA Galaxy. Who? It's a fucking soccer team. Why are you called the LA Galaxy? Is there something behind that? Like what? <laughs> I think what is in the nineties people like space? Maybe. Well, then pick something about space that may- means something. What the <laughs> LA Galaxy? That's just a like what. <laughs> Connect it to something. With I mean, galaxy? It's just a, a a size of like, look, it's like bigger than a solar system and smaller than the universe. Like I'm supposed to place it in my like intro to astronomy class. What's funny is what you're what saying has this? never bothered me. It really doesn't really? bother me that they're called the LA oh, it Galaxy. Bo- it's always bothered me. I mean, it's just like what the LA Red like Sox cool mean? vibes. What does Red Sox well, mean? Socks, people wear socks when they play baseball. It's like an old olden times bullshit thing like it's not a great name either but at least it is like relevant in some way like teams where they're like denoted by the color socks they wear it's like we're the black socks we're the white socks we're the red socks we're the team that plays in this uniform the only team that has a worse name than the la galaxy is the boston red sox moving on what complicates (laughs) the the boycott that they're trying to do about how their team sucks is that the current LA Galaxy team is actually really good. They came insanely close to beating us in the playoffs, like terrifyingly close. Thanks mostly to the incredible midfield play of Ricky Puj, which I believe that's how you say it. It's spelled like Puig, but I think it's Splooge with a P. (laughs) Puj (laughs) is a 23-year-old Spanish player, formerly of Barcelona, and he is definitely an MVP candidate, maybe the best player in the league if he keeps up what he did at the end of last year. He's just so beautiful at finding passing lanes. He's terrifying to play against. And on top of that, they have another young player, the 23-year-old Serbian named Dijan Jovalik, 
who for some reason came off the bench last year for the Galaxy, but couldn't stop scoring goals in the five minutes he played every game. He's the first player in MLS history to contribute to four goals in a game after coming on as a sub. He got two goals and two assists in 30 minutes against Austin. It's wild. Those two players are fucking phenomenal, and I am genuinely scared of them. Well, now I am. That scared the shit out of me, Travis. (laughs) Well, plus, plus, if he's not injured and he's always injured, there's Mexican striker Chicharito who, you know, he'll run around a fuck ton and complain even more when he doesn't get the ball. But, you know, the other reason I'm sort of scared about this game, and I'm sorry, everyone, I'm scared fucking I'm scared of a lot of things. You're not a true fan. You're not a true fan unless you're overconfident. (laughs) Yeah. True fans feign confidence in every situation. No. We both know true fans always assume the worst, no matter what. (laughs) That's absolutely right. Um, On top of all this, the reason I'm worried is that this game means so much more to the Galaxy squad than it does to us. They've been thinking about this game since the moment we kicked them out of the playoffs. We had to think about winning the championship. We've been running on a high. There's a very real chance that we come out flat-footed and overconfident and they go all out because they've been dreaming about this game for months. This Galaxy team is predicted to land third in the West and I'm genuinely more scared of it than the Zlatan team. I think it's the best team that the Galaxy has fielded since we've been in, in the league. And, you know, it'll be a funny boycott if they're boycotting the games and they do really well. <laughs> And I'm just worried. I'm just worried that they can, you know, they're good. They're better than than the Galaxy fans are saying they are. I went over the the roster holes that we have last week, but the last storyline, I just want to talk about our team a little bit. If you want to know what I think about the roster more, check out last week's episode. Here's what I'm going to yes. look out for, uh, for us watching the game. Who's our starting striker? Is it a Poku? Is it Stipe Buke, the Michael Stipe of MLS? Do they move... <laughs> Vela to a false nine, which is a term I don't know really what it means, but people say it. I think it just means he steps back a little bit. (laughs) Without a pure striker like Chicho Arango, are we still able to score goals? That's the real thing that I'm going to be looking out for first. Second from our team, who starts at center back next to Mario? Do we play the beautiful 38-year-old Italian man, Giorgio Chiellini, or U.S. men's national team, Aaron Long? My guess is that we start Long because Chicharito is really fast. Jovalik is really fast. You know, I, I, I have a feeling they're going to want to play a younger player, but we'll see. I, I'm... What's weird to me is that I'm less passionate about our need to win this game than any El Trafico in the history of the team. I'm sort of like, well, we just proved ourselves. We don't have much to prove. If we win, great. If we lose, I won't feel as bad as the as I normally feel when we lose against the Galaxy. That makes sense to me. I think that's fair. I think I think we're in a situation right now where we lost. We've we. We're used to losing to them in the regular season and still being able to beat them on a trip to a championship. So we've just like you said, we just proved that. And if anything, it can toughen us up in a way that, you know, it's clearly needed if that's what happens. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Quickly, just a few more little questions I have to look for. Does Vela look fresh for his age? How McCarthy does in goal? Is he only good during PKs? Will we miss Cropo? Like we in the five minutes he played at the end of last season, he let in a fucking goal. So I love John McCarthy. I love that story. I'm not necessarily super confident that he's as good as last year's starter. And finally, he made a great save that yes, he deflected and then it went like. And we were playing a man down. I'm being unfair. Yeah, but it is worth. 
you know, I'm a warrior. It, it's not like he proved himself either, necessarily. We'll see. <laughs> well, he proved himself in PKs, but whatever. And finally, sure. the most important question, is Denny Buanga as hot as he was last year, both as a soccer player yes. and as a human? I assume he's still just yes. as hot. Those are the storylines I'm watching at El Trafico on Saturday. If you want to know specifically how I'm feeling about our squad, like I said, you can go back and listen to last week's season preview. When we come back, we're going to play a game about the city of Carson. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And we're back. Los Angeles County. It's like the city of Los Angeles if everyone was ugly. Sure, you could visit Griffith Park, but why would you want to when you could visit the equally beautiful Commerce Park Casino? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I waited too long. I like that joke more than I think it deserves. LA County isn't all bad. It's home to so many great places, especially the city of Carson. In fact, we love the city of Carson so much I want to see just how much Darren knows about it in a game we're calling, I'm just in a really bad place right now. It's called Carson. Here's how it works. I'll ask a series of multiple choice questions, and Darren, you have to guess what the right answer is. Are you ready? This is torture. <laughs> Question one. According to TripAdvisor, going to a Galaxy game is the second best thing you can do in Carson. What does no TripAdvisor way. say is better than visiting a Galaxy game? Is it A, the Marathon Oil Refinery, the largest oil refinery on the West Coast, which recent, re recently released hundreds of pounds of gas into the atmosphere after just a 4.3 earthquake? Seems like that's a bad sign for a bigger earthquake. Is it B, the International Printing Museum, which is open for four hours, one day a week? Or is it C, a tiny gnome village, bored groundskeepers built on the campus of Cal State Dominguez Hills? Are you serious? One of Those these are your is number three one? options. <laughs> oh my God. I guess I'll go with B. You say the International Printing Museum? Yeah? No, the that is correct. Oh, a barely <laughs> open museum about the history of the printing press is considered by TripAdvisor to be more fun than a Galaxy game. One reviewer even raved, quote, have you ever wondered why you call capital letters uppercase and small letters lowercase? Come to the International Printing Museum and learn the answer. Oh, my God. The International Printing Museum is the LAFC of Carson. 
<laughs> Somehow still better than the galaxy. Oh, Which okay. of the following is a true news story about Carson? Is it A, for over two weeks in 2021, an intense foul stench spread throughout Carson. The odor got so bad that one congresswoman asked the governor to declare a state of emergency. The LA Times even gave Carson the nickname Stinky City. Is it B? Back in 1994, Carson was home to one of the most prestigious ice skating rinks in America and was home to the scandalous moment where Nancy Kerrigan was attacked by Tanya Harding cronies. The ice rink burnt down in 2006 after falling into disrepair. Or is it C... In 2010, seagulls and crows began falling out of the sky, littering some property with dozens of dead birds. After (laughs) weeks, the illness was eventually tied to an accidental burnoff at the oil refinery. But before that, the condition was dubbed by KTLA as Carson Seagull Syndrome. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is is which is true. Mm hmm. Uh, can I go with D, all of the above? That is incorrect. The correct answer is Stinky City. In 2021, the LA Times gave Carson the nickname Stinky City. (laughs) I mean, who's complaining about El Trafico? That is is the dumbest nickname I've ever heard in my life. It is like the nickname like an eight-year-old would give to a butthole. Like it's not not a good nickname. (laughs) That's a great nickname for an eight-year-old for a butthole, actually. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. I I just tooted at a stinky city. (laughs) Uh, Dad? uh... Okay, you're going to love this, Darren. Question three. Carson wasn't always stinky city. According to also in the LA Times... What was Carson's nickname when it was incorporated in 1968? Is it A, the garbage can of Los Angeles? Is it B, Dumpsterville? Or is it C, La La Landfill? Oh, my God. Uh, Let's go with C, La La Landfill. Unfortunately, journalists are not that clever. It is just A, the garbage can of Los Angeles. No way. <laughs> Both of those are so first thought. Like, <laughs> it's so funny that they the best so newspaper in America—I mean, sorry—in Los Angeles, definitely not in America. Please, the best newspaper in LA has multiple articles saying that Carson smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts! Wow, Travis, I have to say you did a great job of making everything that was not true very like. Just very believable. Uh, Well, guess what? We have a fourth question. Great. We're on a roll. Just five minutes west of Carson in Torrance, California, is the global headquarters of Herbalife Nutrition, a pyramid scheme centered around nutritional shakes that pays the galaxy $7 million a year to be their jersey sponsor. Which of the following is true about Herbalife? Is it A, in 2016, the FTC filed a complaint against Herbalife for their predatory business practices, but after Herbalife agreed to pay a $200 million settlement, the FTC stopped short of calling them a pyramid scheme, saying instead, quote, we have not determined that they are not a pyramid scheme. Is it B, in 1982, 
Herbalife claimed that one of their products cured venereal disease, tumors, and bedwetting. Is it C, in 1985, when an executive at Herbalife was called before Congress to testify, he exclaimed, quote, if yesterday's committee were such experts in weight loss, why were they all so fat? I think they ought to use our product. Or is it D, over the last 15 years, studies have found that Herbalife products potentially may have caused an unexplainable acute liver injury in dozens of people who used their products, including some who had full-on liver failure. At least one person has died from this liver failure. Holy shit. Oh, boy. It... You're very good at this. The I was the last one D. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with D. I it's not as exciting, but it's the most tragic one. So I'm hoping it's not right. But that's my Darren. Guess. <laughs> this was the trick question. It was all of the above. Oh no! Which, and and look, what makes this even more fucked up? is that Herbalife is sponsoring the galaxy as part of a larger strategy of targeting the Latino community. They've even paid for scenes in a telenovela where one character explains to another how great Herbalife is. All of that is to say the galaxy gets $7 million a year from a bogus weight loss product that actively preys on the Latino community, getting them to potentially use lose thousands of dollars and maybe even causing some deadly liver failure along the way. The galaxy organization lend these motherfuckers credibility and everyone who wears a galaxy kit is advertising something truly repulsive. God bless flex power tools, baby. (laughs) (laughs) They're tools. You use them to build things, fix things, and that's it. You could, I there guess, are other brands you could buy if you need tools. And you could that's drill a too. hole in someone's liver. I think <laughs> if you need to. Yeah, and then they're the same. <laughs> I just want to say I got a lot of the last facts from the John Oliver segment on Herbalife, and I highly recommend people going to watch that. It was eye-opening to say the least. Oh when we come back, let's make some bets. Yeah. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. Bet It and Forget It. Every week, Travis and I are going to end the show with a bet for this week's game. We make an outlandish prediction for that week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. Each week, we put put up $5. Both of us put up $5, excuse me. And if no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true... They might win a good chunk of change. So last week we both made bets. Travis, I believe you you predicted that you would run into Mahala Apoku at a grocery store. And did you? Darren, I did not even go to a grocery store. Tough luck. Damn. Darren, you predicted that the LAFC would announce they were just kidding about the green jerseys, did they? <laughs> <laughs> No, that was wishful thinking, and now some people are calling it the weed kit, which is making me kind of like it actually a little bit more. Yeah i i saw a Reddit I saw a Reddit comment that made me laugh about the kit, which was it just said deep sigh, add to cart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, that's good. See, if there are any LA Galaxy fans listening to this episode, that's just not a kind of feeling that we're used to as as LAFC fans, if in case that seemed weird to you, that that would be like unique to just do the deep sigh and then just go ahead and 
continue being a fan. Anyway, but we've got predictions for this week to make. So we've got $10 that we, we, get, we need to build on. Do you have a prediction for the Rose Bowl game? I have a prediction I'm very confident in, Darren, and it's this. Kellen Acosta is going to punch a fan in the face. Something's going to happen, and Kellen Acosta is going to walk up to a fan and punch him right in the face. I know for a fact it's going to happen, and next week I'm going to have $20 in my pocket, baby. Wow. Wow. Okay. Kellen Acosta. Okay. My prediction's a lot less fun, but it feels like it's positioned like right in that area where it's like, what if this fucking happens? Okay. Zero zero game is my is my prediction. Maybe Whoa. it's not outlandish enough. I don't know. But for El Trafico, it feels very outlandish. <laughs> It makes me upset to think about that. I'm going to stand in the fucking rain for like yeah. five hours and see no goals. It's Apple a, will it be very just, upset. Saying it makes me cringe. It actually makes me be like, oh, God, I hope it doesn't happen. Last week, it was very much like, this is just a thing I want to happen. So this is a thing that seems impossible for what this matchup is and all the buildup that it is. But if it happens, it will like everyone involved will just be so upset. We shall see. And I'll win money. I'm, I'm hedging, I guess. Yeah, that does. It makes me feel bad that you're going to get some joy out of something truly <laughs> horrific. Whereas I'll only get joy if Kellen Acosta punches a fan in the face. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. We both get blood money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will see what happens this week. All right. That's our show. Before we go, we want to remind you that we will be live streaming post-game 10 minutes after the game on Saturday on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. There's a link in the show notes, so you can click right through. Talk to us in the chat. If you want to call in and talk, we'll post a link to join us in our remote studio, and you can join the live stream. Each week to end the show, I've decided I'm going to read my favorite five-star review that was left by one of our listeners this week. It's from L.A. Greg, who gave us five stars and said, quote, Great job, but please, for the love of God, stop calling it the MLS. Think MLB, not Premier League. Thank you so much for the review, Greg, and please eat my asshole. You can't tell me what to do. But sincerely, thank you for the review. And I will try to not do that. I corrected myself once this episode already. So please follow and review us, and maybe you'll hear your review at the end of the show as well. Maybe you'll hear yourself get trashed. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> or is it La? Our theme <laughs> La music Greg. is done by the <laughs> Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. I that's the first time I've said that out loud and it's blowing my mind. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you enjoyed this or have friends curious about getting into the club, please spread the word. We are doing this entirely on our own dime, so any new listeners go a long way. Thanks again, and we will see you at the Rose Bowl. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I I love you. I love you. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.